Welcome to the Two Brothers and Their Sports Podcast. I'm your co-host, Arav. And I'm your other co-host, Tarsh. And today on the show, we have two topics to get to. We're going to start off by discussing the NFL coaching carousel that has happened this past week. And as we know, guys like Bill Belichick, Mike Rabel, and Pete Carroll all did not get head coaching jobs in this year's cycle. And then we're going to move on to the Super Bowl, the much-awaited Super Bowl 58 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. But Arsh, why don't you get us started with the coaching carousel? Who do you think is the biggest hire this year? Yeah, so for me, I think the best hire, in my opinion, has to be Jim Harbaugh. He went from the reigning national championship, the reigning national champion in the college football playoffs in the college football realm, to being hired as the new head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. I think let's start off with his record. So he obviously coached the 49ers when they made it to the Super Bowl. He's an amazing coach that has been amazing in his career, and he had a ton of success in the NFL. But he went back to college, and he did. he's done very well at Michigan, set them up to go undefeated and win the national championship, and now he's gotten hired back to the NFL being the second Harbaugh brother. Because of the, that track record, I mean, he's going to be a great coach for the Chargers, not only because of the success that he's had, but also the type of coach that he is. Um, you look at Jim Harbaugh, and he is one of the most effective, regardless of coaching level, one of the most effective motivators and team builders and recruiters. And I know you can't do all of that like majorly in the NFL, but he has had that success because he knows how to draft. He has that experience and knows what a great college football player looks like after coaching so many that turned out to become stars in the NFL. So the point is, I think this is by far the best hire, one of the hottest coaches right now in the coaching realm and the guy that you know will lead your team to success, and especially when he goes to a team where they really really are poised to make a deep run if they can just figure things out, I think this hire by the Chargers is going to help them, especially with those pieces they have. So for me, this is an A-plus hire. This is my favorite hire out of this year's coaching carousel. Yeah, so I think the most impactful hire for me, I'll go to the head coach, but I think in terms of general coaching hires, was Kellen Moore as to the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think he will really, really help that system, and I think he'll be able to use A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on a more consistent role while also developing Jalen Hurts and that running game with DeAndre Swift. Now, we know they might not have Jason Kelsey next year, but they still have a great offensive line, still have all the weapons on offense. They just need a guy to put it together that's not Nick Sirianni. So I think Kellen Moore is the most impactful on coaching in general. But I think in the head coaching jobs, I think there's two really big ones. First, Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, or former defensive coordinator, is now the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I think he could really get that team into shape, make them one of the deadliest defenses in the NFL, like he did with the triple crown defense of the Ravens this year. And then I think the other the other head coaching hire that could be really big is a continuation of Antonio Pierce from interim head coach to official head coach that's, this that's year. That's a great hire. I think both of those are really big. Antonio Pierce in general, we saw how the Raiders rallied around him late in the season, and he went on a winning record, showed the kind of coach that he is, and showed that the Raiders players are actually still committed to playing football. Like, no one likes losing, no one likes being on a horrible team, and he was able to get Aiden O'Connell back into shape and be able to help Devontae Adams have a good finish to the year, and help Josh Jacobs run well at the end of the year. For the Raiders, I know it seems like they only went 5-4 and when he was the interim head coach, but he made a big impression on those players. The players know that's a place where they can succeed. Max Crosby said that if 
uh, he wasn't hired that Max Crosby would demand a trade. That's yeah. how impactful. And I was. think he was two and zero as his, in his first two games as head coach. So he's definitely a guy that that the Raiders are happy to have around. Not only the the coaching staff, but like you talked about, the players. So I think he'll do a really really good job as head coach. And then going back to Mike McDonald a little bit, I know Geno Smith had a down year. I know Drew Locke got a start and obviously got the win against the Eagles, a huge game late in the season. But I think that they still have DK Metcalf, still have Tyrell Lockett. And don't forget, JSN is most likely going to make a sophomore leap like most sophomore receivers do. So I think that offense is great. They have Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, and a pretty good offensive line. But then Mike McDonald, like we talked about, mainly a defensive-oriented coach. Maybe he can get Jamal Adams back to what he was when he was on the Jets and then to the Seahawks in his first year. He has Tariq Woolen in the secondary. He has great pass rushers. He has great linebackers. So I think this is a coach that can really bring everyone together. And like they say, defense wins championships. I think Mike McDonald fully embraces that mentality, and I think he could be a guy to help the Seahawks potentially win the NFC West this year, or next year, except, or probably be second because the San Francisco 49ers are still going to be up there. But now we'll move on to the Super Bowl pick, and Arsh, why don't you get us started? Who do you have winning Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and the Niners? Yeah, so this is actually a rematch of the other Super Bowl that happened four years ago now, which Jimmy seems versus crazy. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the the same teams, the Chiefs versus the 49ers, uh, and that was also a leap year, which is pretty crazy. But, uh, I mean, it's it's basically a mirror image. It's a quarterback that plays very well within the system, but do you really know if he can take over those games? He definitely has a lot of the times, and I'm talking about Brock Purdy here. He definitely has many, many games in the regular season this year and even a little bit in the playoffs this year. But then you look at Patrick Mahomes, who is still on that tear, maybe not as good as his MVP season, but still very good. And I'm going to have to go with Patrick Mahomes here. I think the Chiefs win this one. It's going to be a great Super Bowl, 31-24, to each three touchdowns, uh, three touchdowns and a field goal for the 49ers, and then four touchdowns and a field goal uh, for the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning this one. I know that their their offense is on a tear. Their defense played absolutely amazing against Lamar Jackson, only allowing 10 points. But there were two major scoring opportunities. Those two uh, plays in the red zone, number one, where Lamar threw that interception, and number two, where Zay, Zay Flowers fumbled. Dove where, and fumbled, yeah. Yeah, so that could have been two more touchdowns. I think that's about what's going to happen in this game, actually. Exactly two more touchdowns added to 10 points, which will lead to 24 points. For the 49ers, they're going to be able to play well. But in the end, I think Patrick Mahomes gets his third ring out of four Super Bowl trips because the Chiefs just have a better quarterback. And in today's game, what matters the most isn't the running back. It's not really the defense, even though that can play a very, very big role. And it's not the wide receivers. It's the quarterback. And that's the guy that's the only guy that has wins and losses attached to his stats. So I got to go with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs here. I think this they win this game. They win this Super Bowl with a score of 31-24. to Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to disagree here. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Now, I know we talked about it, and I think this year really showcased the Patrick Mahomes quarterback that, that he really is. The, how great he is, how clutch he's been this year, and how just dominant he is. And I think there was an article written the other day about how is Patrick Mahomes the most feared quarterback to go up against. And while I think there's an argument for that, I don't think that's true. I think you know, when you have Tom Brady on the other side of the ball, that's a whole different conversation. But Patrick Mahomes this year, with the weapons that he ha- that he has, or quote-unquote has, where they've been depleted at wide receiver, Kadarius Tony hasn't played, and we know how 
just unreliable he's been this year. MVS hasn't been great. Rasheed Rice stepped up, and so has Travis Kelsey lately, But and Isaiah Pacheco. But if you look at past years, I know they have a better wide receiver room statistically than last year with Juju. But even before that, when they had other guys in the wide receiver room, they had a better overall offense. Now, I think this shows how great Patrick Holmes is at propelling that offense, scoring points with an offense that isn't that great. And now he actually has a defense. This is the best defense Patrick Holmes has had in his career. They have a great run defense and incredible pass defense with Legere Sneed, who was an all-pro this year and allowed zero touchdowns in coverage. So he's an incredible corner. And like I said, Chris Jones on the interior, George Karlaftis on the fumble recovery last week. They have a bunch of great guys. But then if you look on the other side, we saw Brock Purdy make a 17-point comeback last week, down 24-7 to at yeah. halftime. And he had that. I know it was a fluky play that kind of got them got them the momentum. Had Brandon Ayuk score that first touchdown. Christian McCaffrey started rolling. The whole offense started rolling. Then George Kittle. So I think that's just a testament to the guys that the 49ers have. Ayuk, Kittle, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, who's probably the best left tackle to ever play the game. An incredible offensive line. And like you talked about, probably one of the best system quarterbacks ever. I know when you get Brock Purdy off his rhythm and move him out of the pocket, he's not able to make many throws, but the the 49ers offense doesn't need that. He has McCaffrey in the check down. He has, like I said, one of the best running backs. He has probably a top three wide receiver room and a defense that is contending for the best defense in the NFL this year or second behind the Ravens. They have a ton of weapons. Brock Purdy doesn't have to be an incredible quarterback in this game. He just has to be what Jared Goff was the past two games before the NFC Championship. He just has to be serviceable. Maybe throw a touchdown, maybe throw for 200 yards, and that's it. That's a maximum for him. He has the defense to try and stop Patrick Mahomes. He has the weapons to take over the game. He just has to be a guy that cannot turn the ball over. So I think that the Niners are going to be able to win this in, in, in two weeks, Super Bowl 58. But again, like I talked about, Mahomes is a formidable enemy. He's a guy that is really, really dangerous with the football in his hands. But I think it'll be a high score scoring great Super Bowl this year, even though there's two great defenses.